This is Aussie Mac Zone. We'll cover everything Apple, including Macs, iPhones, iPads, and more. All this from an Aussie perspective. Sit back, relax, insert yourself into the zone. The Aussie Mac Zone. Hi, everybody. Welcome to show 325 Aussie Mac Zone. Zahn, how are you? Excellent, Michael. How are you? Very good, thank you. Very Excellent. good. Uh, tonight, IT Help to You and AussieTechRadio.com.au. Uh, our Aussie Apple ramblings start this week with uh, it's an ABC podcast called The Pineapple Project. Karen <laughs> has been smart because both of you just all of a sudden appeared at the same time <laughs> watching us. <laughs> and I'm like, what's going on? Why are you being so nice? You never watch it anymore. <laughs> so, so, The Pineapple Project. Yeah, uh, podcast on ABC, definitely worth a listen. This this season, uh, last season was about tidying up, cleaning up. Okay, and we yeah, uh, listened to the the money mm-hmm. uh, season. Yeah, we're about saving money. And, you know, and he said this isn't a financial podcast, yeah. but these are this Just is advice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, honestly, it's uh, really great advice. Mm-hmm. So this season, the, the Pineapple Project's got a new presenter, Dan Fran. Now, oh really? Yeah. Oh, that uh, now the season is about what to do to prepare for your death. <laughs> uh, death preppers. <laughs> <laughs> so, so as not to burden your family, or so who you want to get your millions actually does get them. <laughs> Fair enough. Even down to letting your friends know what you want removed before your family start tidying up. So if you want to get rid of your drugs, your porno magazines, whatever, before the family get in there, tell your friends where the key is. They can get, as soon as they know you're dead, (laughs) go over and raid the joint. So, you know, they're they're just some of the suggestions. (laughs) Really? What's going on? Some of the suggestions, yeah. So, yeah, it's worth a laugh. It's, It's... it's serious in that it's giving you great advice and they're interviewing um, funeral directors and they're interviewing financial people and yeah. legal people. and But it's it's not like you've got to do this, 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 this. Yeah, yeah. You know? It's just pointing out it's, why you need to do these yeah, things. it's what I liked about the podcast. Before you croak Because yeah. they, they never said, do this, this, this and this. You know, yeah. they were like, here's some handy t- um, hints. You know, uh, if you like this, you can try it. Um, who's the new host? Did you say Jan Fran? Oh, Jan Fran. So it was yeah. um, it was, was her name um, uh, Ella? No, not Ella. Um, she's a comedian, fantastic yeah. comedian. Yeah, it wasn't Ella Hooper. It no, was... it's similar. Her last name is Hooper, isn't it? Um, I'm so sorry. It was that... her, her and her husband, and yeah, it was funny because like she even said in in the previous one, which was about tidying up. Yeah. Her. Her child's preschool mm. was next door, yeah. So they'd just be looking at each other through the window. <laughs> <laughs> like she'd be in there making lunch, and yep. the, the child would be in the other <laughs> looking <laughs> out the window. <laughs> yeah, looking at her. <laughs> just little things, you know. So, but yeah, it's that. I know it's a serious subject. Yeah, it is. And we're all going to get there, right? Yeah, well, uh, no one gets out of here alive, so yeah, you know. Preparing for that sort of stuff so it's not a burden on your family is actually a really good idea. And, and like they talk about, uh, another couple of things they talked about was a viewing. 
Yeah. You know, if you want to view the deceased. Yeah. Some places it's free. Yeah. Some places with twelve hundred dollars. Jeepers, creepers. Um, so just you know, knowing all of that before you yeah. start, just just little things like that. You know, yeah, yeah. Whether you want a cardboard coffin or a million dollar coffin, yeah. like it all adds up. I'm happy just from the burying me out out in the backyard next to the cat. Yeah. i am not fussed about that stuff at all cardboard cardboard box yep Yep. sweet now uh apparently there's been a problem with some it is ella hooper is it oh i didn't realize it was ella hooper all right i thought that was the chick from um killing heidi it is yeah but she does but it's not who it is on the the, I, I don't uh, the think po- it would, no the no. pineapple project's the one from uh, Good News Week. Um, yeah. She's a great comedian. I really like. We'll look her. it up in a yeah, minute. Yeah, the whole reason I like uh, I was listening to it. We'll, we'll give you some real time follow up in a minute. Yeah. Uh, Apple's offers offers free repair to third generation iPad Air models facing oh, wow. blank screen issues. So, yeah. uh, nine to five re- Mac reports. Apple today announced a new recall and replacement program for the third generation iPad Air launched in 2019. The company says that a limited number of units manufactured between March and October have a problem that causes the display to turn white permanently. According to Apple, the screen of affected models may flicker a few times unexpectedly before it becomes irreversible. Affected customers can have their display replaced by Apple free of charge. That's lovely. Apple has determined that under certain circumstances of the screen on a limited number of IP uh, may go blank, blah, blah, blah. We've already touched on that. Yep. I don't know why they repeat that in stories these days. I know. Um, the company notes that the free replacement program is only available to the third generation iPad Air models manufactured between March and October. 2019. Yeah. You can contact Apple. We'll take it directly to an Apple store or an authorised repair centre to find out if your iPad is eligible and the program covers affected devices for two years after the first retail sale of the unit. Wow. Of course, there's a link in the show notes for the for the place to go to, 9 to 5 Mac, of course. Yeah. So, now... What's this? Apple now allows push notifications, advertising, updates, uh, dating app, review, guidelines, and more. 9 to 5 Mac reports, Apple this week updated its App Store review guidelines regarding some of the features introduced uh, with iOS 13. Besides the uh, compatibility compatibility of apps with uh, latest iPhones, iPad models, and more, the company notes that 77% of all Apple devices shipped uh, in the last four years of running uh, 13, the last version of the operating system on iPad, the number rises to 79% with uh, iPad OS 13. That means it's important for developers to update their apps uh, with the latest technology available. Apple says all new apps and app updates will be required to be built uh, with the iOS 13 SDK starting April 30, 2020. That's Software Development Kit, SDK. Yes, SDK, yeah. sorry. Um, no, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yep. That's just for people that, yep. that aren't, yeah. That, in, that enables apps to offer features such as Dark Mode, Arc 3, Core ML3, and more. Apple also requires developers to prepare their apps to be fully compatible with current supported devices, including iPhone Pro, uh, iPhone 11 Pro Max and the new 7th generation iPad. 
sign-in uh, with Apple, which allows users to access applications with their Apple ID cr credentials. That's, also, that's the bit. Sorry. Yep. That's the bit where it says, um, you know, you can go sign in with Google or sign in with Facebook. Yeah. And you've got sign in with Apple. Yeah. Yeah. Which I now use sign in with Apple. Yeah. Whenever yeah. it's there. Yeah. yeah. Also needs to be implemented by April 30, 2020. In apps that already offer other ways to connect, such as through Facebook, Google accounts, there are resources available for developers to properly implement the features, including new downloadable logos and buttons. The new review guidelines also point out that Apple will be stricter when reviewing apps uh, categorized as dating and f fortune telling. We will reject those apps unless the provi they provide a unique, high-quality experience, says the company. Damn. Yep. I just think of fortune-telling app. <laughs> Push notifications <laughs> can now be used for marketing I could, purposes. I can tell your mother-in-law's a pain. <laughs> <laughs> as, long as, the, <laughs> as long as the user authorizes it. Developers must also provide a method in the apps to allow users to opt out of receive, receiving such messages. That, that was an impaid purchase you owe me for, by the way. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, don't worry, I think you'll get paid for it later. Finally, developers will also no longer be able to prompt users with custom review notifications as they now require the user of official API provider by Apple. Yeah. So, Note, so again, uh, yeah, we'll be there. Thanks to 9to5Mac. Yeah. yeah. So basically they're saying... Um, I think because hey, they do it and other companies couldn't do it. So yeah. they were doing in-app advertising. You know, they'd send yeah. you things saying there's a new thing on Apple Plus. Yeah. TV, oh, Apple TV Plus. Yeah. Where no one else could send you that information. Yeah. Like Spotify couldn't tell you there was a new show or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, things like that. And I'm glad to see stricter guidelines for places where you can just get bled when people are a bit, yeah, yeah. you know, upset or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. How will Tinder yeah. go? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't used it this week. You're <laughs> <laughs> just digging a hole. <laughs> Reminded this week, we are brought to you by AussieTechRadio.com. AussieTechRadio.com. You just go there and you've got all Aussie podcasts just playing 24 hours, one after the other. Um, Two blokes talking tech with an yeah. audio pizza. Geeks Interrupted, Aussie Mac Zone, <laughs> uh, Aussie Tech Heads, Tech Webcast. Uh, oh, it's not, not up yet. He hasn't been up for two years. Reckons he's coming back. Vertical Hold, yeah. that sort of stuff. ETFM, or EFTM, yep. the podcast. So, yeah, AussieTechRadio.com. Definitely worth a listen. Now, what about some gaming? We've got any? We have, we have. Uh, so, I was playing... Um, it's on here somewhere. It's not, it's there. not there. I'll find it for you. Thank, Thank you. That's my fault. That's all right. Obviously, it didn't. Yeah, it didn't when come you copy and paste it, it doesn't come across. Technical difficulty. There we go. So, yes, it was Agent Intercept. Yeah. It's a car game, anyway. I just wanted to get the name right. So this is really cool. I really like this one because yeah, not only are you drifting and jumping and 
doing all that sort of stuff. You're also a secret agent. And uh, you get the fly planes, drive speed boats. That's as far as I've got. I'm still playing it. Um, but like I said, it's, you know, you get a lot. It's sort of like James Bond, you know, you get a license to kill. Um, it's pretty cool. I, I thought it was funny um, and, and good fun. Oh, it was cool. I liked it. I really want to. I want to play it on the big screen because you get the you know the drifting and everything like that. I, I could probably do a little bit better uh, with a controller in my hand because that's how I like to play video games. Uh, each to their own, of course. Uh, it's just me. I'm old school like that because I am forty two, um, <laughs> and I still play video games. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so I really like it. I do want to do it with um. It is still fun with a handheld device, though, don't get me wrong. So if you're playing it on your phone, everything like that, it is actually fun. I really did have a good time with this one. Um, so I gave it 3.7 apples out of 5. Yeah. Number so two. Game two this week is pinball... Oh, no, marble it. Marbled up. Marble it up. Marble it up. This game was okay at first. I, I like the premise. Again, it's a... You, you sort of fall on the, the marble, you can jump, you can turn, you're collecting things. you got to stay within a certain path. The only problem it has is the camera didn't follow the marble quite right. And so when you sort of, you've turned left now and the ball's here, you can't see where you're going over this side. You see how my hand disappears? Yeah? Yep. Well, that's what <laughs> happened to the road. Now you don't know where you're going. You don't know if you're coming to an edge. You don't know if you're going to jump. You don't know if you're going to run into something and get out. Uh, so it sort of failed on that part. I was really upset because it could have been great and it just sort of let me down. So hopefully uh, the company that's made this sort of sees that as a problem and fixes it. Uh, so this game uh, can be what it should be. Uh, so I'm going to give it two apples out of five. Okay. Yeah. Anything in entertainment tonight? Nothing. No entertainment. Got at the moment. Oh, oh well. What did I watch but... Um... I watched, I sent it to a couple of people, a link to um, a TED talk in, I think it was in Germany, mm-hmm. with two guys just playing acoustic guitar. Yeah, I've got that. Goes, I've for, got this. goes for 20 minutes. Yep. And the last song they play is Bohemian Rhapsody together. That's just awesome. Yeah, it was, it was a great clip. It's worth watching. They're not singing. They no, don't do any they singing. Do any they sing. just play. And at the beginning, you don't know what's going to happen. You know, it's sort of a little bit slow. One's slapping on a guitar. He's not even playing it. The other yeah, one's sort yeah. of just slowly <laughs> strumming, you know, getting into it, sort of into his own head. And, you know, you're like, what's going to happen here? And then it slowly picks up and they get into it. And it just yeah. becomes fantastic. So. They just, yeah, they do a few songs. Really worth a look. I yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, just look up... Um, Ted, Ted Talks Acoustic Guitar. Yeah. Yep. Now, uh, we're also brought to you by IT Help To You this week. So, IT Help To You, anything you want help with, email us, ring us up, whatever you like. So, yeah, I've got a couple of how-tos. Not the one Kellyanne asked for, which I'm still researching. Yep. Uh, how, to, how to explain it properly and easily. Yep. Which is to do with putting ringtones on your phone yeah. in, in Apple Music, not, yeah. so not in iTunes. I sort of, like with that one, I've, I've sort of had a little go at it. Uh, going to downloads. Uh, I just, for some reason, I'm only getting a couple of the songs that I've downloaded. I'm not getting all of them. And so I haven't got a big choice. 
Mm. Um, and so now I'm just trying to work out how I can download a few more, bring them over and uh, use them. But I think what's happened is from Apple Music, uh, I think actually the, the albums I've got came from iTunes because they were free. Mm-hmm. So one was a U uh, two album, which um, on iTunes it came as free, and the other one is a Foo Fighters album, which is also on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Gave it to you for a limited time, which I uh, yeah. but took advantage of both of those, and so they're the yeah. only two albums I've got on there. So with the um, Apple Music downloading and bringing music across so far to use as a ringtone, I haven't been able to work out, but yeah. we will. But I only do the only ringtones they've got to be in the. Um M4R mode, not, yep. not MP4 or yep. you know, MP3 or yeah. So, so yeah, we are we are working on this yep. um, situation, and once we work out how to do it, we'll let everyone else know. And so. I've even read a few, uh, quite a few articles about it already. Yeah, because I was trying to do it for the Apple Tone. Yeah, yeah. How to get that in? And it's not not as easy as it used to be. Definitely not. Yeah. Says you can just drag it across it, but it doesn't tell you yeah. where it ends up. Yeah. It doesn't end up. Definitely doesn't end up in the right place. So. That's right. Now, here's a couple of things that are important in the situation we have at the moment with um, the coronavirus. So, Stop hoarding toilet paper. <laughs> it's important. Yeah. <laughs> so how to clean your phone to help stop the spread of germs. Now, CNBC advises the World Health Organization has plenty of details on how you should properly wash your hands to protect yourself against infection and to prevent the spread of flu and coronavirus. But if we wash our hands and then suddenly switch back to our phone, we're exposing ourselves to the germs all over again. Now, several studies, including one published by the US National Library of Medicine in 2017, have suggested phones can contain lots of germs. So if you're washing your hands, you should probably also keep your phone clean. Mm. Now, here's what you should do. Turn off your phone before you start to clean it. Apple recommends using a you lens have cloth. have to say that one, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The sort that you might use to clean your glasses. If you have an iPhone 7 or higher, which are more water resistant, you can also use a cloth with a small amount of warm soapy water. Small amount of warm soapy water. As long as you avoid getting the water into the openings on the phone. Just don't use soapy water. Other phone makers don't specifically say that this works. They should generally be safe with most modern phones released in the past several years that have some sort of water resistance. Apple and Samsung advise against using cleaning products since they can damage the fingerprint resistant coatings on the screen. But desperate times call for desperate measures and I found I'm more worried about germs with fingerprints on the screen. For years I've gently wiped the screen with a Clorox wipe or diluted rubbing alcohol against recommendations without any issues. Mm. Notice it was diluted rubbing alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. Just be careful and again, avoid getting it in the ports. If you are worried about damaging the screen, consider buying a cheap screen protector and just using Clorox or Lysol wipes to clean it. You can always replace the screen protector with a new one. Gently wipe down the back and sides of the phones too. Yeah. On older phones, you should just use a soft, lint-free cloth since those phones aren't resistant to liquid. Yeah. It also depends how damp you make the cloth. Seriously. It's, um, yeah, we're not talking if, if ring if it, and wet. We're yeah, talking... If you're not silly, like, you know, an alcohol wipe doesn't have that much liquid in it. 
Yeah. And if you've got a screen protector on there, if you just give it a light wipe and you're not going near the you know, the, the ear hole or the speak, the speak yeah. hole there, speak hole, the technical terms, <laughs> the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> and um, then you should be okay. Yeah, so in general terms, you should probably just wash your hands before using your phone and then use a hand sanitizer Good like Purell after you use it and before you touch your face. Hello, Vanessa. Hello, Vanessa. <laughs> <laughs> if you're speaking on the phone a lot, consider using headphones to avoid bringing your phone up to your face as frequently. Yeah. While headphones like AirPods aren't germ-free either, you can clean the outside with isopropyl alcohol mm. because... They don't have a screen coating on them. That's right. Making sure not to get any inside the AirPods. It's important not to use household cleaners, however, since they're going back inside your ears. Mm. Now, part two of our how to disinfect an Apple keyboard, trackpad and mouse. Now, Mac Rumors also advises regularly disinfecting your Apple keyboard, trackpad and or mouse is the best way to sterilize these devices. It is. And remove nasties. And it only takes a few minutes to do so. Now, to follow the steps, you'll need some bleach-free disinfectant wipes. Apple specifically recommends Lysol wipes for the job. They're isopropyl wipes. Now, before you do anything else, shut down your Mac and unplug the power. Take one one of the wipes and squeeze it to remove any excess dampness. I wouldn't have given you that advice. It was (laughs) Darwin for me. (laughs) (laughs) Then gently clean your Mac's trackpad, keyboard, and or mouse. Keep your pressure light to prevent any liquid escaping into the onto the surfaces. Next, use a water dampened microfiber or lint-free cloth and wipe the areas again. Now, take a dry microfiber or lint-free cloth and wipe over the keyboard and trackpad slash mouse one last time. Tim has an important question. He mm-hmm. says, "Should I cover my mouth when coughing so the people I'm talking to don't get sick?" We advise against that, Tim. depends whether it's your boss or not that's right (laughs) Uh, yeah you're supposed to cough into your elbow into your elbow or into I do it into my shirt yep Um, yeah and nowhere near your hands I've got huge hands so I I just cover my whole face like that and then I wash my hands that's right I don't hear any of that but I cover my face (laughs) with both my hands and then I wash my hands now, Apple has a support document that includes some important don'ts when it comes to disinfecting keyboards, trackpads, and mice, so it's worth reiterating it here. Do not use disinfectant wipes containing bleach or disinfectant sprays in general. Yep. Do not use an extremely damp disinfectant wipe to clean the area. If you encounter a very damp wipe, it may need to be squeezed to remove some of the excess fluid. Do not allow the liquid from the disinfectant to sit or pool on an area being disinfected for a long period of time. Do not use rough towels or cloths to dry the area. Do not use excessive force when disinfecting the area around the keyboard. This could damage the keys. Because they do, if you're pushing down on there, it's, it's quite easy for the cloth to catch under a key and rip the key top off. Tim, although um, Apple don't have that technology yet to be able to send the germs through the phone, um, I would still advise covering your face when you cough for people around you anyway. Yeah, and also if you're talking on the phone, cover your face too. Yeah. yeah. Just so that you don't put any germs down and the if phone. If you're video calling me, cover your face as well because I don't want to say it. 
Thank you. <laughs> and this is what IT Help to You is for. That's right. For dealing with all the customers' challenges. That's right. <laughs> this, is, that's what this has been an Aussie Mac Zone advice and tips line. And we'd just like to tell Tim, who we know, that was an in app purchase. That's right. <laughs> now, Lorene Powell Jobs reveals that Steve Jobs quote that we all got wrong. Now, the ladders shares you can scour the internet and find pages and pages of Steve Jobs quote but specific lessons that come directly from the source are a bit harder to come by on the web even rarer is a lesson from the former Apple CEO that comes directly from his widow Lorraine sorry Lorraine Powell Jobs Powell Jobs who remained an extremely private person after Steve Jobs death in 2011 recently opened up in an interview with the New York Times to discuss subjects ranging from her childhood, her current work, and a lesson that Steve taught her during their marriage. I can talk about him for hours. I met Steve when I was 25 years old, and from the day we met, we were together for 22 years. That's so lovely. Powell Jobs told the Times, so he he influenced everything. I grew up with him, just like anyone that would share your life with. There's an exchange and a robustness. We had a very, very beautiful and rich connection. We talked a lot for hours every day. To pull out any one way in which he affected my worldview is impossible because I, I have integrated so much of him. So Steve Jobs, while obviously a technology mogul, is also well known for his thought-provoking and inspirational quotes. But according to Powell Jobs, there is one Steve Jobs quote that the public has interpreted wrong for years. Pardon me. People love to quote him saying, put a dent in the universe. Now, Powell Jobs said, but that's too flippant. It's too cavalier. He was thinking of it, of it as we are able, each of us, to manipulate the circumstances. I think about it as looking at the design of the structures and systems that govern our society and changing those structures, she continued. Because those structures, when they're elegantly designed, should be frictionless for people. They shouldn't require you to make huge course corrections that impede your ability to live a productive and fulfilling life. Power Jobs has brought this belief into her social and professional work. It took me a while to understand that what was truly possible, sorry, understand that was truly possible, but that's at the core of everything we do at Emerson Collective. We believe that it's truly possible. What's Emerson and, Collective? Uh, that's her business. I'll have to look that up. And, and they, um, yeah, they, they do lots without telling the world. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, so, uh, and there's, there's more to the story, and it's on, uh, you can, I believe you can go and see the, uh, New York Times interview and also there's a link uh, there's a link in the show notes to theladders.com forward slash careers yeah yeah Yeah. what's this one the original Phillips Hue Bridge hub is losing all internet connectivity on April 30th the Verge reports Phillips original model Hue Bridge used by the company's popular Hue bulbs to interface with smartphones and digital assist assistance is losing support for all internet connect connected services on april 30th 2020 including google assistant and alexa once the date passes customers will be 
will still be able to use the Hubulb V1, but only when connected to the same local network using the legacy Philips Hubridge 1 app. However, Philips won't be offering any more software updates for the, uh, for the app, including security patches, due to those security concerns. Philips recommends that customers upgrade to the V2 model of the bridge rather than continue using the limited function of the V1. The company actually announced that the V1 bridge would be losing support last year, but they moved, uh, but they still, but the move is still significant. Most new products aren't functional without the bridge to serve as a hub, and it's the first major um, description Depre of depreciation. Depreciation, sorry, of any Hue products since the company first started selling them in October two thousand and twelve. So, so early adopters, watch out. That's basically it. Yeah. Yeah. All the people that bought up bought early. Yeah. You got to go out and buy the version two of the bridge. Yeah. Which I believe. They're selling cheap anyway if you can prove that you've got the version 1 model. I think hey, there's a redu re reduction in the price there. So. Show notes each week on uh, on show upload. The link being uh, just, just Aussie Mac Zone. Sorry, AussieMacZone.com.au AMZ325. Uh, there you will see six weeks of show notes. Email us at michael at aussiemaxzone.com or zan at au. Sorry, remember to put .au. Uh, Spotify will, will have us. Apple Podcast has us. Yeah. Uh, Apple News has us. Uh, most, anywhere sort of most supporting. Most people have us. Yeah. Anywhere supporting, you know, podcasts or anything like that has us. Just look for us as Aussie Max Zone. Yeah. And uh, you'll see there's, we've got tons of episodes you can check out. 325. Um, that's right. You can see, <laughs> and you can listen and watch them all. So, um, yeah. Yep. Now, thanks to our sponsors this week being AussieTechRadio.com and IT Help to You. And most importantly, our supporters, you, our listeners. That's right. Absolutely. You, our listeners. The most important people there are. We do this for you guys every week. And Zan. Remember, guys, an Apple a day keeps the Androids away. So, yeah. Bloody long hand again. Bye. <laughs> Stupid camera. <laughs>